0: Everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Until Dawn podcast. My name is Koi and with me is my number one partner in crime, Felicia. Hello. All right. So hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know we did.
1: Ours was pretty un- uneventful. I had to have surgery a couple days before spend the night in the hospital. But that was kind of exciting because my nurse had came in and she was taking my vitals and my TV would turn on and then it like turned off by itself so i started looking around for the remote because i thought i was laying on it and she was like no 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 that's just our ghost up here so that excited me
0: only you that would happen to right (laughs) it's been pretty busy over here on this side we've uh we decided to uh get our logo redesigned and when this comes out some of you probably have already seen it because we already uploaded it onto our social media and shared it
1: and i love it i think it's a really cool logo
0: the person that designed it for us, they did a really excellent job and really was able to encapsulate what we were looking for with our redesign.
1: Yes, I think the new design is going to look a lot better on t-shirts and everything.
0: And speaking of t-shirts, we also uh, started working with TeePublic and we went ahead and uploaded our design into there. So we had a lot of requests for the new t-shirt or the new design. And we figured that TeePublic would be the best way to go because it gives the most options to everyone as a what color you want what, what type of t-shirt you want if you want a heavier t-shirt a lighter t-shirt they also have hoodies
1: zip up hoodies zip
0: up hoodies regular hoodies lightweight hoodies
1: coffee mugs coffee mugs
0: <laughs> pretty much anything you can think of that you may want to design on you can get there and just like ordering anything else on the on a website you just order it and it goes come straight from them to you so
1: you can also get some other t-shirts yeah, that we downloaded.
0: We also created a uh, merchant store on there and picked a bunch of our favorite designs. And if you go in there and go to our our store, you'll be able to order one of those, and we'll get a little bit of a kind of a kickback from that. And that'll uh, go into helping the podcast and adding more stuff to it. So if you, it's a good way for you to get something and support the podcast at the same time.
1: What do they do? They have to go to tpublic.com and then search for... They'll until... search for
0: the podcast. And I'll also put a link in the show notes so it'll okay. make it easier for everybody to find it. All right. So in between our last episode and this one, we got a, another text message from our buddy Shaggy. It says, What's up, Paraheads? This is Shaggy. Y'all just dropped another awesome episode. Waverly Hills is definitely on my para bucket list personally feel that these places are typically not going to be as active as the TV shows. None of them ever are. Mm. TV shows make them out to be, but I still look forward to going and experiencing them, them for myself. Keep up the great work, and I really wait on your ne- next episode. Uh, I can't read today.
1: I think that's the thing about going to those places. You know, you watch TV, reality TV, which is not reality. Right. So you expect to go there and... Have chairs thrown at you or apparitions pushing you down chairs, touching you inappropriately, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, I still want to go there. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been. And it's mainly, I just, I want to go there just to to be there to see it for myself and experience it for myself. Whether something happens or not.
1: Yeah. I've been to quite a few locations that I've watched television shows about first and they've never been more exciting than TV.
0: Right. I think. A lot of the places out of the you know, from what we've been to that's on TV compared to like places we've been to that not that haven't been or wasn't on TV yet, we've had a lot more experiences Right. like Mineral Springs Hotel. I had mm-hmm. a ton of activity there.
1: Right. Uh, I wonder if some of it's not maybe you see it on TV and you're expecting those big things, so you're not really watching for those small things. Right. So.
0: And a lot of people don't realize too is like you'll go. We go there for a night. You went to Waverly Hills for for multiple nights. Was it Waverly Hills that you went to multiple nights, or where'd you go? You went a couple nights.
1: I think it was. We did Waverly Hills a few nights. I think we did Ohio State Reformatory a couple nights too. Usually, any big location, we try to do multiple nights.
0: Like Missouri State, for example, they you know they'll go for three, four nights. Whereas you may go up there one evening right. and nothing happened.
1: Well, I would say Missouri State stuff always happens there. That's a good location I think everybody should try to do. Though I've heard they've changed the way they do their private investigations. which
0: Yeah, it's a little more controlled now. Like Not
1: that we were out of control, but you, they don't give you the freedom they used to, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah, well, you know, It takes one bad apple to ruin the bunch. That's true. Also, we got a couple phone calls. We got a phone call from New York, and we got a phone call from Maryland, because I, I looked up the area codes. <laughs> and, uh, but unfortunately, they didn't leave a voicemail, I guess.
1: Nobody ever leaves a voicemail.
0: So if that was you, and you called, you know, call us back, leave us a voicemail.
1: Or just send a text message. Yeah.
0: Even, even if you just want to let us know how we're doing, good or bad. If it's good, I'll play it. If it's not, I won't. <laughs> but uh we did get an email though
1: yes this was an email from alicia macruder and she's actually in lips with us she's i believe she's moved to tennessee or is on her way to tennessee not, I that gets just finished listening to the podcast about waverly hills great stuff brought back memories from the last trip we made there so many experiences that will stay with me for life you are so right when you said it was all about feelings. We hit all of them, I think from sad to funny to pee your pants scared. But we all pushed them down and marched on. The whole trip was unforgettable. The location was amazing. But I think the best part was being with such an amazing group of ladies who made it unforgettable. Miss you all. She's so sweet. That was
0: great. Yeah, I, only think, I think I only did like one one <laughs> investigation with her.
1: Maybe. I want to say more. We r- did, maybe uh, at River Seen? Oh yeah, River scene. But I agree with her, you know, a lot of times it is feelings and...
0: Right, in the feels.
1: In the feels. That email got me in the feels. I agree.
0: I mean, a lot of it comes down to... Because you're not always going to get those great shadow figures or, you know, that awesome EVP or the brick thrown across the room. Right. Or, or, pos- or possessed, like uh, Zach. <laughs> but a lot of it comes down to, like, your feelings. I mean, it's going to be... It's it's an emotional experience, and obviously if there's something, if they're hanging around or whatever, you know, for whatever reason, it could be because something very tragic, something very emotional happened.
1: Right. I know I've walked into multiple locations, but you can imme- immediately feel it feels heavy or in some places you don't get that at all. So
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like walking into a room after two people just got done arguing. You can just feel the tension in the air. Whether that's, you know, good or bad. It's
1: like working in the hair salon. I worked in, back in 2010.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think you could cut it with a knife.
1: <laughs> okay, so we were doing our giveaway for a free t-shirt. And we said once we got 20 reviews.
0: Yeah, initially we did, we were going to do iTunes. iTunes
1: reviews. But, but then, actually I think we may have hit that. Uh, maybe we're at 19, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think we're at 19.
1: But then we included Facebook.
0: Yeah, pretty much anywhere you mm-hmm. could give us a review as long you know if you did and you let us know if you gave us if you gave us a review but you didn't let us know then we may not have found yours
1: i try to get everyone though i try to go through everything yeah, and find it went,
0: went through a bunch of different podcast apps and everything
1: so i drew a winner and it was bb paranormal that was the name and that was on itunes so if you will contact us and give us your address we can mail you out a t-shirt let us know your shirt size. That was BB Paranormal.
0: Yeah, so let us let us know and we'll get one out to you. And let us let us know too if you want the new design or the old design. Mm-hmm. We may be able to sure we can figure out something and get you if you want the old one. I'm sure they're gonna want the new one though. Because I know I've already went ahead and ordered a T shirt with the new design on it.
1: Did you? Yeah.
0: No, I didn't order you one.
1: <laughs> 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 I have the old design, that's all right. I have the OG
0: yeah you're your OG until dawn <laughs> you liked it before it was cool
1: yeah but go ahead and keep giving us reviews because I think when we hit 40 we'll do another t-shirt giveaway right
0: yeah t-shirt or we may figure out something else you know by then
1: if it's cold maybe we'll do a hoodie yeah but at the rate we get reviews it will be warm it,
0: yeah it will probably be summer so we'll do like <laughs> uh, until dawn tank top
1: right yeah <laughs>
0: flip-flops <laughs> <laughs> alright, so let's uh, take a quick break and do up another uh, serving of spooky scoops
1: you've heard of this uh, big cat that's supposed to be around <laughs> of course some say it's a puma others a giant ape and
0: still others say it's the sukara a sucura It's a new kind of animal to me that's a famous jungle demon tears
1: living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them. Has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. Okay, so I got mine from CNN.com. Ooh. Yeah, fancy. Right? Real moves. Real moves. So, ghost ships wash up in Japan with skeletons on board. At least four ships have washed up on the... ...on Japan's west coast... That is our dog. I don't know if you can hear that. We have a French bulldog. He's very loud. Okay, so, let me start over. At least four ships have washed up on Japan's west coast this month. Some with bodies on board. And while authorities haven't confirmed their origin, signs suggest they're from North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that funny?
0: Of course it would be North
1: Korea. (laughs) Eight skeletons were found in the hull of one wooden boat that washed ashore on... I don't know the word. Miyazawa? Nailed it. Beach in the north, in the northwest of Japan's main island, Honshu. <laughs> Our poor dog. The Akita Coast Guard said Monday. An uh, identified boat was spotted drifting offshore on Friday, but the grim discovery was only made when it reached land.
0: <laughs> That's definitely a good you know, like Everybody's going to hear like, weird demonic growling in the background. It's just him breathing.
1: The problem is he's a French bulldog, but he's also about 20 pounds overweight. Right. Okay, so... Continuing. While, ofi- while officials would not confirm the boat was from North Korea, it matches a spate of vessels and debris that have ended up on Japan's west coast. Satoru Miyamoto, a professional at Sega kun University and an expert on North Korea, said the number of ships washing ashore on Japan's coast has risen since 2013. Which is crazy. they are always coming up. Oh, it's after Kim Jong-un decided to expand the fisheries industry as a way of increasing revenue for the military. They are using old boats manned by the military. By people who have no knowledge about fishing, Miyamoto said, it will continue. November 15th, three North Korean rescues by the Japanese Coast Guard off Noto Peninsula in Ishikawa. (laughs) I cannot (laughs) pick stories like this. (laughs) Three dead bodies found on the boat the following day. All bodies and survivors returned to North Korea. I should say were returned, because it sounds like the bodies definitely got to to North Korea. (laughs) November 17th, four dead bodies discovered on board another boat, which washed ashore in the same area. November 23rd, eight North Koreans rescued after a boat washed up on shores of Akita Prefecture. November 27th, eight skeletons found aboard vessels found on Akita Prefecture Beach. It's a desperate situation, the spate of North Korean boats washing up in Japan is reminiscent of 2015 when more than 12 so-called ghost ships were discovered with dead bodies on board. At the time, experts said the bodies of the, on the boats could be those of refugees, of fishermen driven into more dangerous waters by desperation from North Korea's well-documented food shortages. In January this year, Japanese authorities rescued 26 North Koreans from a sinking tanker off the Goto Island in South Korea. West Japan. The crew were later co- collected by another North Korean vessel. Several North Korean fishermen rescued earlier this month by Japanese authorities were also returned to the country on their request, indicating that at least some of those washing up on the neighboring nation's shores are not attempting to flee there. You
0: know, if anybody, any country is going to have ghost ship problems, it would be North Korea.
1: That's crazy though.
0: Yeah, to have that many.
1: I know, right? It's like constant.
0: Not one or two,
1: it's like they're just standing there.
0: Kind of right. It's scary. All right. So if you listen to the XL Scoop, Spooky Scoops episode that I did, and you'll remember a story where I ruined Christmas for all the Christmas lovers about, you know, Santa, Santa Claus's tomb being found. Well, things have only gotten worse. So it turns out that earlier this year, archaeologists found a tomb believed to be the resting place of St. Nicholas under the St. Nicholas Church in Turkey which is what I talked about in the Spooky Scoops episode, but things have only gotten worse since then. The Basilica dei San Nicola in Italy claims to have released some of St. Nick's remains since 1087, and since they were essentially stolen by a group of Italian sailors who feared the invading Turks might bar access to St. Nicholas' church just this month, Two Oxford historians tested a sample of the bone fragment from this remains, and their study now proves that the bones may potentially be the same jolly old St. Nick himself. The bone that was uh, discovered in the church in Italy is a lower left hip bone, which is similar to a fragment in the St. Nicholas church, which appears to be the upper left hip bone. So...
1: So in two different locations? Yeah.
0: Half of his hips in one location, the <laughs> other half of his hips in another. It's like a like a wishbone at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, you break it apart for good luck. <laughs> Whichever church has the bigger piece gets the most presence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, because one is an upper left hip and one's a lower left hip, it's leading them to think that they're one and the same. They're still going to do uh, DNA testing. So... But it's exciting to think that you know.
1: It's strange.
0: Saint Nick is in Italy and Turkey. And dead. Well, and dead. So, no, no presents for anybody.
1: So the kids aren't getting anything.
0: Right. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna show them the story I and mean, be like, sorry, no Santa Claus this year. Half of his body's in Italy and the other half's in Turkey. There's no way he's making it. So, sorry for all the Christmas lovers out there.
1: Wait, what if kids will listening to this podcast?
0: Well now their parents Don't have to tell them No No
1: Koi's lying about everything oh, He's it, made it's, up This whole story This whole
0: story is, uh, is Because he is did fake. not Do
1: research And look up the story
0: And I just made up The whole thing about Koi's lame About Santa being Buried in Turkey Which is why
1: it makes No sense at all
0: No of course not okay. Italian sailors never stole St. Nicholas's hip no. And took it to Italy <laughs> I retract the whole Whole story
1: He just made it
0: up Fake news <laughs> But what is real is Krampus.
1: Yeah, that will be our they next episode.
0: That will be our next episode.
1: That will be everybody's next episode.
0: Yeah, everyone's every paranormal podcast is doing Krampus this well. month. Sure. So, since Saint Nicholas is buried in Turkey, Krampus is coming <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> oh Maybe <my God. laughs> anything to add to that?
1: Nope, I have no more spooky scoops.
0: No more spooky scoops. All right, I think that does it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna kind of dive into our main topic now. Which is
1: not really a topic.
0: It's not really a topic this time. We just kind of wanted to sit around and uh, kind of discuss what got us into the paranormal and why we're still interested in it, why we decided to start a podcast on it.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. A sudden draft from a window that was supposed to have been closed. chill at the back of the neck groans creaks and bumps in the night man (laughs) has always been frightened by the dark troubled by noises just beyond the reach of lights occurrences just beyond the reach of understanding
0: all right so like I said we're gonna kind of use this episode as a little bit of kind of getting to know us because we never actually really, I know I didn't really go into any detail really on myself, and I don't know, if, I don't know if you did or not on the first episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I think a little bit, maybe a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's gonna be a little bit of a question and answer kind of, but back and forth between the two of us. So when did you actually get into the paranormal or get you know get interested in it?
1: I think I have been into it since I was little, like. I don't know. Like, as long as I can remember. I'm thinking back. Like, I remember when I was little, I was always checking out the books at the library about ghost stories. Having my grandma tell me ghost stories. And I noticed I'm not good being put on the spot with (laughs) questions. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would say... I don't know. So that would be my answer. That
0: would be your answer? Since I was young. That's your final answer? Final answer.
1: I would say, like, probably... First or second grade—that's when I remember like getting books. But from um, as long as I can remember, my grandmother always told me ghost stories, and that's probably what piqued my interest. What about you?
0: For me, uh, I'd have to go kind of along the same lines. I don't have an exact age, but mine comes from more of a love of like the horror genre. With I love a scary movies, scary books. As a kid, that's all I did. I read scary books all the time i one of my one of my memories from when i was young is actually watching friday the 13th from behind the couch and behind the door at a babysitter's house in like probably like second grade
1: that sounds like the beginning of four maybe right
0: so that's where my i guess uh when i first started getting into it and then going and reading the True ghost stories or stuff like that. Everything, you know, from the library and whatnot. And watching movies, wondering if, you know, it was real or not real.
1: I remember when I was little, there was this movie called, I think it was like Ozarks, Tales, and Legends. It was VHS, of course. I remember watching that, like, non-stop. We'd rent it from the liquor store, because that's, I'm from a small town. The only place that had movies <laughs> so was the liquor
0: store. Or the grocery store, one of those two.
1: Right. Ours was the liquor store. And we'd rent that, me and my brothers and sisters, and we watched it constantly. Actually, I tried to find it, like, a couple weeks ago on Amazon, but evidently they don't make it anymore. <laughs> but it had ghost stories from, I don't know, like, Arkansas. Of course, Crescent Hotel was on there. There was something called the Devil's Promenade or something like that. I don't know. It's like a cave or something where the water boiled up. A spring.
0: A spring, an underground spring.
1: But when I was little, it was the Devil's Kettle. You know? Right, but I remember watching that all
0: the time. I remember that, and that kind of that's this kind of leads into our you know our next next question that we were going to do, which is you know what got you into it. But I remember watching like unsolved mysteries. Not quite young enough for uh, the other one that was in uh, search of. In search I of. I remember. You. I remember it, but that's not you know something that from being like little and watching it. But right. I do remember unsolved mysteries. Which I actually watched Unsolved Mysteries the other day on Hulu. And it was still just as good.
1: It was. It doesn't get old. I mean, it doesn't get old. But right. Yeah, we watched that all night the other night. Yeah. That was always my favorite was when it was like weird things. Like mm-hmm. people disappearing or the unexplained.
0: And so that, yeah, that kind of led into not so much as taking it seriously. Like, okay, yeah, maybe ghosts exist. But that wasn't something I took really as a serious thing until probably much later as right. I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't believe, but I was, I didn't have like an interest in finding out. I didn't know. I didn't really wasn't concerned with the why, I guess it would be the best way to say like, why is there ghost? Why is this happening? It was right. more, it was more like, yeah, it's happening. So I'd say probably our house on Francis street, was, yes, yeah, that was when I really took a strong interest into, <laughs> well, I guess when you start having stuff happen in your own house. That's
1: when I took a strong interest in whiskey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's uh, That would be when you know, you start really want questioning as to why right. why stuff was happening, which we never, never did figure out why.
1: No, I'd love to go back. Evidently, Koi will not. I want to go knock on the door and no. tell the people...
0: But you just go up to strangers. But there's encounter. ghosts
1: in your house. Can I please investigate it? But Koi tells me I'm not no. allowed to do that. Right. But I know there's ghosts in that house.
0: Yeah, because that was—I remember. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things that happens so strong that like you remember. You know, when people say, "Oh, I remember that," like it was yesterday. Like you really remember it, like it was yesterday. Right. That was the only. That was the first time. Even like with investigating, I've never seen anything like I did at that house when. When I saw a little girl run from one room to another room and it was like so, so clear. Like I thought like the kids were home.
1: I have goosebumps.
0: But I knew like they were all, they weren't there.
1: Right. And that I was That part alone. was he was home from Iraq. Home,
0: yeah, I was on R&R. Yeah, was on, yeah, was on We were
1: moving into that house. Yep. So basically he was going to be with me for like two weeks there and then he was going back to Iraq and I was going to be there by myself. Right. I remember we were sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. kind of taking a break, deciding where we were gonna put furniture, and he was like, "Did you see that little girl?" And I was like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." Just kidding. Because he realized I was like scared shitless. Right,
0: but like I still remember, like probably I'd say in the ten year, based on a based on Athena's height, I'd say approximately ten years old. A little bit below shoulder length, blonde hair, white dress.
1: In the house, we also had, well, we only had two kids then.
0: Yeah.
1: Kylie was first grade, so five, six. And when you were in Iraq, she came into the bedroom one night and she was like, there's a big guy that looks like Papa standing at the end of my bed. I was like, what the, what (laughs) the crap, you know? So (laughs) scary, especially when you're there alone with a kid. We just had so many strange things in that mm-hmm. house. We really need to go up there and talk to no, those people. No, you
0: don't. <laughs> you really don't, but we will be...
1: Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. So what got me into the paranormal was my Grandma Daisy. she I never knew my grandpa, but they had a farm in southwest Missouri, which is kind of... I don't know. Are we southwest Missouri?
0: We're more... I'd say we're more central. Central.
1: Anyway, it's about an hour from here. It was in Wright County. And it had poltergeist activity. And this was back in 1958. Which, what amazes me is that they spoke out about it. Because back then, people did not talk about ghosts. Right. Because people thought you were crazy. People judged you. and But, um, I guess there was a newspaper article I wrote about it. And I would love to find the article. But I can't. But, um... A guy from Duke University seen the article and he came down to Hartville, it was in Hartville, and his name was William Cox, and him and a associate named Jim Bethel, they came down and investigated. Crazy things happened, you know. Um, they were picking walnuts, my grandmother, actually I think it may have been my great grandmother and my aunt, and the walnuts like picked up, started flying around, it's like Hitting them, like broke my great grandmother's glasses, a wash tub of clothing picked up, dumped out on the ground. I'm trying to think of those are just some things off the top of my head. But my grandmother always told me these stories about this house. And the other kids, of course, didn't believe it, but I did. Why not, right? Right. So I think that's what really got me into it. That, and of course, my grandma always told me when she died, she'd come back and haunt me because I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny but I remember after she died I was really scared for a long time because I was like Grandma Daisy's coming after me it's kind of this funny now it's little Grandma Daisy
0: So if that's what got you into it what what keeps you interested in it now I mean now that you know you've done multiple investigations you know an experienced <laughs> investigator
1: um I was sitting for long hours with nothing happening in the dark getting dirty with bugs climbing around me mice which make me cry literally cuz i have a huge thing I remember mice.
0: where were where were we at where the mouse kept jumping on like on the rim pod
1: Edenburg Manor
0: yes oh my God. we had we were we were sitting there watching it on the cameras uh, it
1: yeah. would just
0: like kept poking at it like jumping on it it would go uh, off it. It. it would go off and then it would run off and then come back <laughs>
1: it was torture.
0: So rim pods are like the best mouse traps, apparently.
1: Right, yeah, evidently. It really brings them in. Um, no, really, it's just trying to learn, and of course hoping for that big experience that you'll never forget. Which I kind of had at Missouri State. It wasn't like a full body, but you know, I seen those legs walking into that cell, which was insane. Yeah, it's just wanting to know more and learn more. What about you?
0: For me, I mean. You know, with with seeing that, you know, full body apparition, you know, back then, but long before, you know, I ever started investigating and stuff, you know, for me now, it's, you know, we've done, I've done a lot of investigations and stuff. It's, I really, I want to know why I want, you know, I know I don't need, need to prove to anybody that. Ghosts exist, or that I believe in ghosts. I don't need you know. I'm not doing it to prove to somebody or anything else. I do it really for myself. I want to know why. I want to know you know why is this person you know why are they still here? What are they trying to you know? And maybe there's something I can do to you know help them. Maybe just talking to somebody helps them move on. But or you know maybe it's not even anything like that. Maybe it's just energy based. And but you know I just I want to know why I want. And, you know, of course, getting that, you know, that great evidence during an investigation, you know, that would be that would be awesome as well. But I I enjoy doing the investigations. I I love going to see these places, you know, finding out the history on them, sitting in the dark, talking to myself (laughs) and not being not, you know, and not being considered crazy because it's completely normal because everyone else around you is doing it.
1: I'll tell you, when we were at Mineral Springs one time, it was like a, a group of people. Well, there there was only like 10 of us there, I think. But there were some people we didn't know. We were sitting down in the pool. It was me and you. Mm-hmm. And this guy walks by. He comes in. Probably didn't see us. And he's walking by and he's got all this equipment and it's like gadgets. And I was like, you look like freaking lunatics. <laughs> like, look how dumb we are. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just really, you know, I just saw that perspective. It's like. Like, walking around in the dark, he's about, like, beep, beep, beep. Like, I don't know what all he has going on, but with that I don't know. inspector gadget. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It just really that, made me laugh.
0: That, that That is another thing. I love all the, you know, I like getting to experiment with all the all the gadgets and right. everything. Yeah,
1: you like all that. I'm good yeah. with, like, a digital recorder. That's, like, my favorite is EVPs. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah, it goes back and forth. Like, I, you know, I'm just as good, you know, with, with a, you know, a camera and a recorder as I am. Getting to do all the other stuff.
1: Right. I know one of my best things was at the First Unitarian Church. When we were down in the basement mm-hmm. and that, uh, I was taking those pictures. And it was like a shadow figure. Yeah. It was like in the frames you can see it stepping in closer, closer, closer. And then my camera like blew out. Yeah. Like I can't even explain it.
0: I was less excited It about literally
1: that. like smelled like it was on fire and got hot and quit working sucked because it was like a $350 camera. Right. But those pictures are amazing. Yeah. To see. You know yeah, at what least I mean? We, at it, least we got the pictures. It wasn't a total those, loss. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to say, like, out of all the equipment mm-hmm. we had, you know, yeah, well, I, I've gotten, you know, feedback on K2s where, like, ask a question, you know, and it lights up or, you know, ask something else that doesn't light up mm-hmm. where, you know, it's definitely happens enough that there's a pattern. But some of the best stuff, I've, you know, I've still gotten has been, you know, with my recorder and, you know, and a night vision camera or full spectrum camera. Yeah. So, where do you still want to go investigate? Where, where, you know, with all the places you have been, where do you still want to go?
1: Top of my list would be Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Would be a long drive, but I think it would be worth it. Um, let's see. Eastern State Penitentiary. So they're all big locations. And then uh, I want to go to St. Augustine Lighthouse, which I'm not... I don't think you can investigate there, but I would just like to see it. And then um, also there's a mansion in my hometown yeah. that I've been trying to get in forever. So that's a goal, too. I'm going to keep working on that forever.
0: Keep harassing them. Keep harassing they'll, them. They'll, so they you'll let me break in. their spirit
1: eventually. <laughs> yeah. And then I do want to go like stay at Limp Mansion.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is only two hours once an hour and a half.
0: It's just it's more a matter of actually being able to get an available room than right. <laughs> go. Yeah. On.
1: We go there and eat all the time. We've been there a bunch of times. Um Kristen Hotel. I wanna stay there. We did do the ghost tour thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We did it we did a tour of it. I don't know. It was that was an interesting experience.
1: <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> and then uh Myrtle's Plantation, did I say that?
0: Uh, no.
1: I've always wanted to go there. And it's a plus, bonus, that it's in Louisiana, because I love Louisiana. What about you?
0: Uh, Well, of course, I want to go to Waverly, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I think, you know, that'll be that would be a great experience, just to, <laughs> to, to say you've done it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'd like to investigate uh, Bellwitch Cave, which I, I don't know if they're yes. still doing or not.
1: I don't, I don't know. I do remember when we were going to Tennessee... Where were we going? Nashville or Memphis that time? Went- I think Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. We were so close, yeah. And I was begging you, and you were like, "No."
0: But no, there there had to be some reason though. I don't remember why. We wouldn't have just stopped. I think it was because we were going to miss our check-in for our hotel. I'm sure. Either way, there was some reason we. I'm didn't sure stop. it's
1: just because you didn't want to. I, know, I got that. Regrets no. <laughs> we sh- we should have went there.
0: But yes, Bell Witch Cave. I w- I'd like to go there. <laughs> and you know, even if, I know they do tours and stuff. I don't know. You know, if you can investigate it, but it's definitely uh, up there on my list. And uh, the Glor Psychiatric Museum. Yes. In St. Joe. Yes. I want to go there. Do that. That would be. I think that would be really awesome.
1: Yeah. So my uh, massage therapist, she is psychic, or what would you call it?
0: With finger quotes, psychic. No,
1: stop no, it. Anyway, she told me that place is crazy they investigated it a couple times like years ago but she was like you don't want to go there because it's negative which I could see because yeah
0: it is you know, because of the type of place that it was like, right
1: but unfortunately she told me it's a crazy activity so even if it's negative I want to go no.
0: right well with all everything that you know been brought into it mm-hmm. and I'd also like to go to uh, go back to uh, Malvern Manor
1: yes you know, with,
0: Anybody knows anybody that can help out with that? <laughs> <coughs> anybody listening out there? Uh, no. I, that was, I had a really great time investigating that place. And, I like, did too. Just like uh, to go back there again. That
1: place it's, is huge.
0: Yeah. It, it looks... It, it's way bigger on the inside.
1: Right. <laughs> I it, really did like Modern Manor.
0: And we had a lot of We, we uh, needed
1: Planet. Try to... Which would be hard, I'm sure. Because, you know, the Beliska ballis- Axe Murder House is up mm-hmm. there, too. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I remember we went to see it. We couldn't get in. Right. It
0: was closed.
1: But which still shocks me how it was. But
0: Yeah, um, that's one of those places <coughs> that I thought was going to be bigger. And then we got there and it wasn't.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure there's more places, but off the top of my yeah, head... Yeah, of course, it's...
1: there's lots of places.
0: Any, you there's know, a place
1: it, in Texas. The Mineral Springs... Is that what it's called? Was it called Mineral Springs Motel? I, I don't remember. know it's in texas
0: i want to go back to mineral springs hotel in elton okay.
1: yeah i know we need to contact them <laughs> yeah
0: oh fox hollow fox hollow farm i want to yes, do that place
1: me too that's like awesome because it's like true crime like serial killer and i love that stuff and ghosts so that's perfect i think we're actually going there we? we got that schedule yeah
0: yeah we're supposed to actually do that one we're gonna do that one next year sometime okay. i think in the spring is our is the plan and another question we get asked a lot is why did we start the podcast so i'll let you go ahead first. i'll let
1: you go ahead because you wanted to start the podcast
0: yes originally it was it was my idea i was i was looking at i'd listened to a ton of podcasts and i was really wanting to get into it and i didn't know exactly where uh what i wanted to do one on i was really wanting to but i was really wanting to get involved in podcasting and pretty much, there's two things that I really enjoy. One is scary movies, and the other is the paranormal. So initially, I was gonna, I was gonna, this was actually gonna be a horror movie podcast because this all came about right around the time I was about to have foot surgery. And I was sitting around with lots of time on my hands, so much. And then I kind of I brought it up to you and. You were less than excited about it, about doing it, and so then we got to talking about, okay, well, what do we, you know, if we're not going to do that, what would we like to do? one on, kind of how that's how the whole, both of us have it, you know, with our interest in the paranormal, right? You know, so I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to become rich and famous. Did neither you say rich and famous, yeah, rich and famous, <laughs> which neither have happened. No. Little did I know that never it does not happen.
1: No, it just causes <laughs> stress for me.
0: And but overall, you know. You know, I I really also, you know, when when we decided to do one on the paranormal, I thought, you know, this is a way better idea because it gives us the opportunity to really, one, give a different perspective to people that want to be involved in the paranormal or don't really know anything about it. And I figured, I think that with us, we can give a more down to earth, you know, your average Joe perspective on it. You know, we're... You know, we're not book writers or TV hosts no, or
1: we're not, a hairstylist. Yeah, and hair hairstylist teacher. and a substitute
0: teacher. <laughs> so, you know, that's about as down to earth as it gets. And you know, while mm-hmm. I think you know, there's tons and tons of great podcasts out there. I mean, you know, there's it's such a wide open and diverse field now for you know paranormal podcasting. And it's I think that's just great, but a lot of them I listen to, it wasn't, you know, it just, it didn't have this, I think the perspective that we come across, you know, cause we're just average people and you know, we have four kids, ki- we have kids in band wrestling, you know, we're just, you know, working day to day lives, but we also have, you know, a strong interest in the paranormal. And I think we're able to communicate that to other people and it's something that they can relate to. What about you? What do you have to say about it?
1: Oh, I did it because you wanted me to. I absolutely hate speaking in public. We're not public I cannot speak This is speaking public to me Like I have a phobia of two things Mice and speaking in public Which is probably strange for a hairstylist Because right. I have to talk all the time Yeah, to people, talking to strangers know. But it's different when I'm behind the chair But, um, yeah
0: If you want, you can stand up and stand behind the
1: I really the chair. wanted to put our marriage to the test <laughs> And this has <laughs> No, okay Yeah, uh one thing I like about it is it's made me learn more about. I'm a big history person, and it's made me learn even more about like history of locations. I really enjoy researching places, but mostly I did it for you.
0: <laughs> you did it for me.
1: How sweet. Yes. <laughs> not because I forced you to. Not because you forced. Me, not because you forced me to every time. Right. Not because you have to drag me kicking and screaming <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And now because I throw a big fit every time,
0: right? Or or that you restart every time because <laughs> <laughs> I look at you, wait for you to talk. Yes, <laughs> and you give me that like d- big doe-eyed look every single time. I know. But no, I mean it's you know for me it's it's really it's a labor of love. I don't you know I don't look I'm not looking you know to become you know full-time podcasting or anything like I would, but it's not you know it's not my goal I do it because I really enjoy doing it I think and I would do it even if nobody else listened like I never expected anyone besides my mom to download it
1: I don't even download it
0: I don't listen I only listen to it when I I edit it but
1: (laughs) even if I hear the kids listening to it I'm like shut that off you
0: know it's and the success of the podcast is just it's been amazing to me like I've never never in my wildest dreams I expect anybody to listen to it I mean you know almost 20% of our listeners are over are overseas which Just is
1: crazy. right
0: in you know in countries that you know where english isn't even the primary language you can't even language. pronounce them right yeah in countries i can't pronounce but you know i really i always i started it cuz i wanted to give you know try to give something do something that's not already being done and give a different perspective on it mm-hmm. you know, which is it's which is tough sometimes because all these locations everywhere has been talked about You know, fortunately for us, we're also paranormal investigators. And so sometimes we do have a little bit of a different perspective because we've been there.
1: Right.
0: You know, We can speak
1: from personal experience. Right. One thing I enjoy about doing it is that we've got to meet some really great people.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's that's been, yeah, amazing.
1: Not that they wouldn't have wanted to meet us in the first place, but I think it's opened more doors for us.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's definitely you know given us opportunities that we did not have before. I Great. mean, we've gotten to speak with people. You know, I've had the opportunity to to be on the ectoplasm show.
1: Oh, quit rubbing that in.
0: <laughs> we have you to know, do it again. We'll do it again. I'm sure they would be more than willing, especially because I didn't tell them that you weren't going to be there. So there, I'm sure they were disappointed when when it was only me. <laughs> I was
1: upset about that. So,
0: it's, like I said, it's, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun and I'll, you know, I'll continue to do it whether people listen or not.
1: Are they going to say whether I do it or not?
0: No, no, you're doing it. <laughs> even if yeah. I to drag you kicking and screaming in there. To... As you do. Yes. And it gives, you know, our teenagers an opportunity to look at us like we're crazy people. Right. Walk around talking about the podcast.
1: I know. I thought they were thinking it was cool, but they're like, no.
0: No, they're not impressed.
1: <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> The little ones like it. The little
0: ones do. They think, yeah, they like to listen to it and everything. They, they like for me to put it on in the car and stuff.
1: They want to be on it one day. So yeah. we'll have to do that.
0: Yeah. We almost did. They almost were, and then they chickened out.
1: All right. Much like me.
0: Yeah. They get that from you. Yeah. So, final thoughts.
1: Overall, I'm glad I did the podcast with you. I do it, not past tense.
0: <laughs> yeah, better not be past tense.
1: The worst part is starting. Once I get talking, I think I'm okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Especially because uh, you got me speaking at the Dead of Winter, Winter oh my Conference. God.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be you speaking and me standing.
0: You standing. You standing. Being like Vanna White.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I Overall, I have no regrets. I, I can't, you know, I look forward to continuing to do the podcast and going to do more investigations, meeting. Meeting more people, meeting hopefully maybe you know meeting listeners.
1: Yes, I would love to get more emails, more text messages. Yes, mm-hmm. makes my job easier <laughs> because then I don't have to think about things to say. So if you want to make it easier for me, you should email, call, or text us. Yes.
0: So yes, if you want to email her, make you know make <laughs> things easier for her. You can do that at Until Dawn Podcast at gmail.com. You can also. Give us a text, send us a text message, or give us a call at nine one three seven zero three dawn on the on the until dawn line. And you know, leave us a voicemail if you want. We'll pl- if you want to, we'll play it on the show. If not, just you know, in the message, say you know, don't play this on the show. Or if you send us a text message and you don't want us to read it on the show, you know, just let us know. If not, we'll do it.
1: And as always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. And Twitter? Yes. At Until Dawn Podcast.
0: Also, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes or anywhere else that you uh, listen to a podcast on. You know, it'll make it easier for other people to find us. And if you want any other Until Dawn gear with the new design and stuff, you can find all that on Tee Public, And I'll put a link for that in the show notes.
1: Also, if you have any topics you would like us to cover,
0: yeah. let us know. Yeah. Any show ideas or... Anything else, especially if it's something you know that maybe it's a place we've already been to, or you know, somewhere overseas. We haven't done anything. We haven't done anything overseas yet. No. Mainly because I can't pronounce any of the
1: locations. But. <laughs> <I can't either.
0: laughs> but we'll still, well, yeah, we'll still wing it. we will gonna. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll make it up.
0: Yeah, I'll we'll make it up as I go, and I think that's it. You have anything?
1: Nope.
0: All right. Until next time, I'm Coy.
1: I'm Felicia.
0: And this is Until Dawn.